Okay. Okay, I don't like that. Let's try that. Okay, folks, here we are. Doing our Sunday show early because because uh, we just are. And uh, <laughs> so, so, yeah, before we start getting things going for real, this is our little weekly thing we try to do. Uh, last week's kind of messed up, so we did do it, but we weren't able to publish it But because uh, the audio file didn't work. But this is our little This Week in Outrage thing where we talk about memes and what was in the news and kind of try to bring some backstory maybe or find something in, in those stories. And, um, and this is a little bit different than my, or quite a bit different than my usual pop. My normal podcast is an actual science podcast with scripted intros and, and an interview style with um, interviewing scientists and researchers and authors and other folks on science about outrage and related things and how to lower, you know, lowering the temperature and what's going on out there and what can we do about it. So that's my normal podcast called Outrage Overload which is usually about every, about twice a month, sometimes with a bonus episode thrown in. And then we do this thing roughly weekly, our little chat show here. I'm, I'm David. I'm here with Lisa. Hello. And like I said, we kind of grab memes of the week. What what things that we see in the news that we thought were, might be interesting to talk about, maybe add some backstory and see what's behind those stories. So what do you want to start with, Lisa? Well, what I wanted to start with is that we went to another concert this week. And I just don't know who we are. <laughs> I know. Who are these people? <laughs> and we're going to do another one next week. Yeah. So, I mean, you and I have always enjoyed concerts, but it just seems like, wow. Um, they've just been coming. I think it's I think it's the uh, lockdown. You know, everything's getting, um, you know, once you can have it again, it's it's a free-for-all. So that's been Ooh, the. That's a weird song. Yeah, that's been exciting, though. Yeah, it's been different. It's been fun. We actually stayed out late for us, anyway. <laughs> so so late, we almost got our car trapped in the parking garage. <laughs> Didn't even yeah. occur to us. Yeah, that that could possibly happen. Yeah, because who stays out that late? <laughs> what kind of people are those people? <laughs> yeah, no, it's been it's been actually kind of nice. It's kind of fun to um, go on a date. It is. Yeah. Yeah, we got to go on a few dates. That was nice. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. So also, if anybody has ideas of things they saw in the news this week or other little outrageous they wanted to chat about, um, you could send us a send me a private message or um, ask to jump on the call if you'd like to as well, um, or on the chat here. Um, yeah, so I don't know. There was a lot of stuff this week, I guess, in some ways. Again, a lot that I left off. Well, the biggest... Um outrage we had was we watched that documentary yeah on that natalie or natalie grace yeah yeah that documentary and kind of heard stuff about it and i don't know be careful spoiler alert here we might have spoiler oh alerts. yeah spoiler alert because it just was released so this is a netflix documentary was uh, it netflix i don't remember anyway wherever I, it is i, I think it's somewhere is. yeah um yeah so some streaming if you haven't watched it yet you and you're worried about spoilers you might um want to I don't know. Skip, not, skip, skip a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how long we're going to talk about it. But, but no, I mean, to me, that was like so freaking outrageous. First of all, that um, the, the documentary always just seemed one-sided to me. It's like, where's the other, where's the other half? Where's, where's the other side of the story? Well, the two sides that it gave is that it had it stuff that Natalie. Two sides, it really. did a little though. I mean, you had Natalie kind of people were saying Natalie was problematic. But you then also had those 
foster or adopted parents that were adopted parents that were problematic too. Which well, which side do you think it only gave? Uh, his side. His side. The dad's side. Well, that's true. We mostly heard from the dad. I mean, who's who? By the way, is problematic himself. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just, I just don't want to. Uh, I don't know. I'm just. I'm. I love the documentaries, but I'm mad when they're badly done. <laughs> <laughs> well, or it doesn't it's not, it doesn't have a satisfying ending? It doesn't have a set. No, oh, they. No. In fact, they ended it like, okay, we'll be right back with the next episode, and then, and then they just ended it. Yeah. So it's like, what the hell are you doing? I'm wondering. Well, no, because they should have, if like they actually did have a next episode, but they decided not to show it or they got in some legal trouble and they couldn't show it. But they sure left you with a freaking cliffhanger. It also took a long time to go nowhere. Like, yes. you had a lot of episodes that were just rehashed of the same thing five times. It was like, okay, we heard all this on that last two episodes. You know what I mean? Right. So, so there was a lot of that going on. So right now I hate everybody involved. Everybody. Documentation. Everybody in that documentation. They talked to the leader, the, uh, jury the um foreman the jury foreman and poor lady i have sympathy for her i do have sympathy for her but she wasn't very likable at the end i mean i think there's ways to yeah she's got yeah i mean she could only do so much but yeah it was interesting the way she presented it but yeah i don't know again it was i like i said i have sympathy for her you know given the way that that trial was constrained which is super weird to me. And I just I don't know. understand the legal system sometimes as to how they arrived. The first I felt sorry for was the doctor. Some, although I, yeah. If maybe. they were going to use, if they were going to use his expert testimony, then why couldn't he give the expert? He didn't even right. know that they used his testimony. Right. Well, he wasn't allowed. Because well, it wasn't testimony. Because of those constraints, he couldn't say the stuff that, he you couldn't want. talk about the things that would actually be his medical opinion. Right. But they still wanted him to say something. So he could only say the things that, weren't his medical, you know what I mean? It was yeah, like, he was, was so constrained. I know. Because of the way that that. But anyway, um, so that was, I think, that I think that's one of my biggest. That's outrage. your weekly outrage this week. <laughs> I was just so mad at that. <laughs> you know, and, and there are, um, I mean, obviously there's, there's people that are, that are sympathetic in it too, but yeah. Yeah. But anyway. That was, yeah, that was kind of a, at the end. Were you a little outraged? Uh, well, I was outraged halfway through the middle, like I said, because I was. Well, just, so was I, but it was just the. It was just the. Uh, I was more outraged, like you say, about the documentary because it was just rehashing the same. I've already seen this. This could yeah. have been. This could have been an hour shorter. Right. You, you aren't giving me any new info here. It's just a rehash yeah. of the same info right. five times over. Right. It's like it feels like filler. <laughs> uh, oh, and um, you know, we've there's been a running theme for our last two. Um, sit downs and talks, you know, I talked to the first where um, there was the debate over who was hotter, De Niro or Al Pacino. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then all of a sudden, uh, De Niro had a baby. Right. So apparently there is some young woman who thinks that he's hot. And now Al Pacino, Al Pacino's having a baby with his 29 year old girlfriend. Oh, I know. His girlfriend had been hanging around like she hangs around people like Mick Jagger and it, it, so they go, well, she only hangs around with rich, older men. Yeah, we can see that. But yeah, so, and he he looks terrible. Oh, me. man, that they, they, the photos he, they show of him, he, he is does not, look terrible. He has not aged well. He just crawled out of some kind of really dirty hole. Yeah. It's not good. Right. And I'm sorry, young lady, if you're going to step in, you need to, you need to make him look better. <laughs> 
But I thought that was like, when I read that, I'm like, well, of course, here we are. Yeah. Well, also to carry on something that you brought up last week is this whole trying to figure out what people mean by woke. Uh-huh. Which I don't, it's more nuanced than people want to say like, oh, here's the dictionary definition, so that's it, right? No. Nope. Okay, maybe, but nope. that's not what people think nope. it means. That's yeah. not what it means at all. Right, it's not, it's not how people actually treat it. So um, here, here's what some some Kentucky politicians have said. Well, okay, stop. What? Well, you want to hear like what where they're coming from, I think, right? <laughs> so you want to, like the people that, in other okay, words, these, these people don't have These the, are Kentucky politicians. Right, so they're not going to follow the dictionary definition. I'm not talking about the dictionary. I know, but I'm saying, okay. Okay, okay. so you want these people that are interpreting okay. it differently. Let's hear what they say, right? No, I don't want them to interpret it differently. <laughs> well, but they are. I mean, and so you can, well, you can see how they're explaining it to their people. Okay. Right? So let's see here. You've got what the candidates say. Attorney, Attorney General Daniel Cameron said most Kentuckians recognize the word as far left trying to indoctrinate our system. Okay, that's one way. And that's that's not what it means. Well that's what they're that's what they're that's what they believe their constituents think it means. Uh, that for that guy. Um, let's let's get to another one. Okay, so what so Ambassador Kelly Kraft she believes that the leftist agenda of woke is actually the degradation of our common sense of our conservative and actually values of children. Boy, this is a run on wacky sentence of actually values of children being be, being children and allowed to have a childhood of taking away parents rights to be involved with their children. And, you know, furthermore, for children to have the right to have their parents involved in their decision making. Yeah, that's not a particularly powerful one. And it's absolutely 100 percent incorrect. I'm just saying this is how they're defining it for their base and how they think their base thinks of it. So then this is Mike Harmon. He's again, he said the whole indoctrinate, it's about indoctrination and cancellation. He said, but he did say, okay, so we can have a conversation. We have a right to disagree. And that's what our country was based on disagreements. But wokeness is if you don't agree with everything that we believe you're gone. So that kind of gets back to the cancel culture idea. We're going to find something and, and we're going to make sure you're gone. All right. So that's his definition of it. Um, let's see. Uh, the, but there was one in here I, I thought was actually kind of captured a little bit of what they think anyway. Of, of, you know, and a lot of it is this kind of grievance stuff, right? I mean, it's about this cancel culture stuff and about... That, that they're doing right now. Well, I know. I was going to bring that up because there's a bunch of cancel culture going on on the right right now. Right. Yeah. But it's that's this perception is what I'm saying. That's this perception. Well, for her to say that it's uh, them trying to indoctrinate children is could not she has no idea what it she has no idea what it is right well here so here's another version of that right from commissioner ryan quarles agricultural commissioner okay so the potential of pushing of agendas particularly social agendas outside of the normal scope of conversation i think that we talk about it a lot in education where it's crt critical race theory whether it's about pushing social justice issues. But I think if you look at the textbook definition of it, it's somebody who's aware of social injustices. Okay. So that's interesting. That's very interesting. So how did the other lady get to the weird thing? But it's, yeah, it was weird that he circled back to that, starting from the other. So that's kind of interesting. He's a little more woke than the rest of them. Yeah. Little. 
But there was one I saw somewhere where, um, you know, I thought it was a reasonable, I shouldn't say reasonable, but it captured the sentiment a lot because a lot of it is how people feel about it. You know what I mean? What, what, That's different. Well, it is, but it's not. I mean, it's perception is reality kind of thing. But so here's so here's what one person said. Woke is apparently the new name calling that is used against, I guess, anyone who disagrees with the person using it. <laughs> you know, it's, it, and he's right about that. But it's kind of more of this them versus us thing, right? It's a you can bucket start bucketing people into. Um, you can start bucketing people in. Oh, we got somebody that wants to come on. No, okay, I thought somebody did. Um, so yeah, anyway, I just thought I'd give a couple of like trying to catch the sentiment of what people, some people think it means if that, that aren't kind of using it in a dictionary definition value uh, version of it. But okay. And, and I, I think there are some out there that do capture what they're sort of trying to say, but that, you know, I think a lot of it is this feeling threatened. Like they feel like they're the ones who have to put in book banning and stuff because they're the ones, because other people are fighting or, or it's just a counterbalance to this woke agenda of, you know, throwing in all these social justice you know, material and turning my kid into a social social justice warrior, you know, like that's such a bad thing. <laughs> well, yeah, but but the I don't I, yeah, what the other the only the only thing that got even close was recognizing social injustices. So what's so bad about recognizing social injustices? Right. And you know, and, and right, I mean, if you just want to flat out say it, it all comes, a lot of it comes back to racism and, and white no, privilege. No, absolutely. By, re by, by recognizing that those things, you recognize you have privileges. Right. And you know, and you don't want to do that because now it means you might take my privileges away. <laughs> I don't want, or, and also it feels bad, right? I don't, I don't want to feel bad because I had, uh, I lived a privileged life, right? I earned everything I earned and you know, like both things can be true, dude. You, you, you know, you got, you earn what you got, but at the same time, you, other people have had it harder and you can have sort of both things be true. Yeah. It's kind of hard, but yeah. So your other point, while we're talking about that, we might as well jump into that, that there's this whole movement, all this talk of cancel culture. I mean, there's a whole movement now on the right. I mean, they want to, they want to cancel Target and Kohl's and Chick-fil-A. And it's just so funny that, you know, in one minute, the. They want to cancel Chick-fil-A for having a diversity officer. Yes, yeah, so, which has been there like years, been there for, for years. years. They just finally found out about it. Yeah, but it has nothing for diversity. No, he just said, well, I don't know what he it, does for diversity. Is it a he but or her? Actually, I, I thought it was a he, but I could be wrong. Yeah. I think the person they're talking about has been there for like a while. It's not a new thing. It's just somebody found out about that they had this position at the company. But like you say, have they actually done anything? I don't know. They might do something. We don't know. They might have. They might have some things they've done with HR policy and stuff for all we know. We don't really, we can't say they haven't done anything. We don't know enough on the inside of the company, but I, I think it's kind of funny that, um, you know, they, they always talk about the left being the ones with the cancel culture and the right has been doing the same thing. You know, this is not new. I mean, the right has done this before too. These boycotts and what, you know, boycott Nike's one week, boycott something else. So that's not new either. So, I mean, both sides, if you want to say there's cancel culture, there's cancel culture on both sides. Um, what, no, one hundred percent. But it's kind of funny that they act like that. Only, only the left is doing it. They're doing it to them in some way, and they're super. You know now, um, 
And it also, it, it is kind of funny that a while ago, the left really hated Chick-fil-A. Now you're seeing people saying, oh, they were super cool now. <laughs> they're not, by the way. Yeah. They're I know. not. I know. Yeah. They're also just a corporation, so you, maybe you shouldn't get that excited about it one way or the other. Right. <laughs> so is, is Minnesota white? I mean, white. Is Minnesota <laughs> red or blue? It's pretty blue, right? It's pretty blue, yeah. It's pretty blue. I think they're actually fully, didn't they go fully blue? Like, don't they have uh, all their legislatures are blue now? I'm not sure. I thought that was one of the states that did that, which is rare for them because usually they're a little bit more mixed. Well, they've been on a rampage of some pretty uh, exciting reforms this year. Oh, they did. Uh, didn't they one of the recent ones to make pot legal? Yes. Yeah. And uh, the abortion. Oh, I think they did pass something about that too. Yes, yeah. they did. Hair Discrimination Act. You can't discriminate by person's hair. Um, you can register, you can pre-register for election, uh, to, uh, um, to vote at the age of 16, but so you can be ready to vote when you're 18 out the door. Conversion therapy has been banned. Hmm. Um, um, they, they have a, a public safety violent crime team now to research violent crime. Um, Free school lunches for everyone. Really? The whole state. That's yeah. interesting. Well, that, yep. yeah. Well, uh, you don't have to be shamed if you need a lunch. You don't exactly. have to be shamed. Exactly. Because everybody gets them. Expanded yeah. paid medical, family and medical leave. Mm-hmm. Um, required um, safe gun storage requirements. Lost or stolen gun, you required to report it immediately. Um earned uh, mandatory sick time, unemployment insurance benefits for minors. And um, what we're talking about is not young people. We're talking about actual minors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So like people that wear those lights on their minors. head. <laughs> yeah. Emergency yeah, funding. Because I thought minors too. Emergency funding for food banks. Um, they're, uh, so they're woke. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, prohibition uh, prohibit, pro prohibits uh, price gouging during emergencies. Um, I wonder how much of that stuff's all enforceable. I know. But that's pretty cool. So they got some. They're interesting naming stuff a highway in, in in Prince's honor. That's another thing. They that's did. funny. Yep. That's funny. And Good. and uh, they banned no knock warrants, and they've become a transgender refuge state. Hmm. So I want to know now who's who are who's who are their um. Want all their reps? Yeah, who are their reps? Because I, like I said, I thought I read, I thought they were one of the states that kind of turned. Like every part of their legislature is blue right now, but I could be wrong. Well, while you're looking that up, I'll talk about. So you did hear about some of that stuff? Yeah, I heard about a few of those things, but not, not all of those. No, I didn't know about all of them, but I heard about a couple of them. Um, so we were just talking about, you were talking about Minnesota. This is Georgia, who uh, they're asking the dmv is asking people to wear clothes in their digital driver's license photo 
wait a wait a minute. Yeah, this is from CNN. Okay, so what? Don't so I you guess have people to, were doing like sexy snaps and trying to make that their driver's don't license. Don't you have to go down to the well, DMV? I guess, these, I guess they have a digital where you just do it on your phone and send it in to to do your driver's license photo. And they said it's not the right place right place for a spicy selfie. <laughs> <laughs> So they're just reminding I drivers. I didn't know that you had, because I thought Well, I don't know. I don't think you can do it. I don't know if you can do it where we are, but in this state, No, but I thought that the that. whole point of that is that they had this, you, they had yeah, to they had, like, you were the person. Yeah, they had, like, it was all set. Yeah, the whole thing, right? the person they were taking a picture of was, uh. Yeah, I know. It does see, I didn't know you could just take your own picture. But their comment is, this is not a place for a spicy. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> yes, they would like you to keep your clothes on while taking photos for a digital <laughs> driver's license or ID. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That's pretty good. Yeah, so I thought that was good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. And so um are you did you find anything about that? Or are you gonna move no, on? They don't have they don't have another place that it's not convenient. But yeah. I think Wikipedia would have There's all that. Too but many, I don't know. Oh that's a good place I should have went there. So, oh, it's Amy Klobuchar. Our favorite. Yeah. <laughs> Amy Klobuchar. She's funny. Oh, and um, Alon Omar. Yeah, but I was also thinking they're state reps, too. Like, I think their state legislators legislation is mostly blue now, too. But I could be wrong, but I, I seem to remember reading that. Oh, yeah, it is. But... Um, Okay, so a Florida, Florida, a Florida eighth grader, Dev Shaw won the spelling bee. Won the spelling bee. Yeah, and the winning word was samophile or somophile. Which means? Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> I assume it's some kind of a person that, uh, you know, is an, is interested in or an expert in with the file part, right? A somophile is a plant or animal that prefers or thrives in sandy areas. Plant samophiles are also known as samophytes. Wait, is that S A M, or is it C E M? P S A P S Y. P S. You got the P S part. Two letters you got right. They thrive in place. I would have never spelled this, by the way. So I'm not being sort of judgmental here. You kind of are. They thrive in place. Well, I'm sort of being judgmental about both of us. Like we're both too dumb to spell that word for sure. <laughs> All right. So now that you know it's an organism that prefers or thrives in sandy air areas, does that help? Then why isn't a sandophile? <laughs> it should be a sandophile. <laughs> Words are hard. Words are hard. <laughs> No, but so here's how you spell it. P S A M P S P S A M M O P H I L E. Uh, origin. Origin. I'm I'm not there. Can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> yeah, the uh this animal that likes sand lives in the, in the Sahara. <laughs> the sandophile. Samophile, but that's a good way to think of it, I guess. The samophile or samophile is probably how you pronounce it. Well, let's see. Will the dictionary pronounce it for me? And how old was this kid? I think he said it was eight. No, eight. Something like that. Oh my gosh. Maybe he was nine or ten. Let's see here. Um, I have that. 
Oh, he's a eighth grader. Eighth grader. So it's like, what is that, 12 or 13? Something yes, like that. not eight. Not eight. 12 or 13. Something like that. So pretty, pretty impressive. I'm sure he had to spell a lot of other things before he got there, too. Sure he did. Virginia. Oh, uh, let's see. Virginia eighth grader Charlotte Walsh finished runner up. We had someone from our area go. Oh, oh, that's right. We did. I wonder how they did. Well, not very well. They didn't win, but I mean, we know they didn't come first or second. So, okay. so you know, I've done all right. Doesn't matter. Made it pretty far. Who knows? I don't know. All right. So, what's your next thing? Um, Danny Masterson. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, he got not. It wasn't charged. He was convicted. But it, what's the difference? Well, charges just means he still has to go through trial, and he might. Oh be no, not guilty. He's guilty. He's guilty. This is a second trial too. Oh really? The so first he's... one. Yeah, the first one I think was a hung. Uh, hung jury, so they yeah. they decided to retry it. Yeah, yeah. So he was found guilty. I guess he. I don't know if he has. I don't know if he has the right to appeal or not, or he's already used that up or what. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not he's sure looking either. at 30 years. Wow. Yeah, but he tortured these women. Yeah. And the Church of Scientology helped him cover it. Oh, they I, I kind of forgot he was in that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the church... isn't there a couple people from that show that were in that? Uh, I think Laura Prepon I think, I think was. Right. I don't know if she still is. I don't know if anybody still is. It's not very popular to be part of that church right now. So people are down low. They are. I I don't know. I think there's still a fair bit of Hollywood that is into it. I think there is, but I also think that um, it's not. It's well, it's always been kind of quiet. But, I guess. But uh, yeah, but the church told these women to not report it to the police. That they would take care of it. But and so they what's didn't take to... care of it. Well, he's got to be sentenced. No, what's going to the church now? I don't know. Yeah, right. That's my question. That's yeah. my point. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I do not know. But um, he's. I didn't know he was married to Bijou Phillips. Wait, who's that? that name sounds familiar. Um, Mamas and the Papas. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's China's Phillips' little sister. Mm hmm I did not know they were married. So, yeah, so that that that's still, uh, there's still news to come on that. For sure. Okay. Yeah, I saw that. I, I, I had it on my list, but I wasn't sure if I was going to bring it up. So what else you got on your list? I'll just go down my whole list here. Well, I don't know. Well, you got more than me, I think. So I was going to do some of the ones on your list. Well, you have a lot on there, so I want to make sure we get get them covered. <laughs> Bill Cosby. Oh, I didn't see what happened with Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby. He faces new sexual assault charges, and and uh, after the states extend the statute of limitations. Uh, which state? I would think California, but let's look. If there, if only there was a way to find out. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see that one. That one didn't cross my radar. It did, because mm -mm. he got out. Why did he get out in the first place? Because they just said, oh, no, there was some, some judge says oh, he didn't really. Well, there's something it. about that. Some of the evidence, something was somehow invalid. I forget the details. This is NBC News. A, for, a former Playboy model, Victoria Valentino, has publicly accused Cosby of drugging and raping her in 1969. Wow. 
accusers in Nevada. So that was going action. on for a long time with that guy. Yeah, of course it was. You didn't really. Yes. It's not something he came up with late. No, when he was doing um, I Spy, I think they said he was kind of lecherous and. Wow. Oh, Valentina, she's 80. Said hmm. she never thought when she came forward she would ever see any form of tangible justice in her case. But yeah, so he's being charged again. Hmm. Interesting. I don't she think he's Cos a sympathetic character no, in the jury at this no. point. No. She met Cosby in 1969. Isn't it going to be hard to find a neutral, quote unquote, jury at this point? Like, how have you not heard about all this by now? Well, you didn't hear about it. I didn't hear about this case, but I mean, I know about. How did you hear not hear about Cosby? Yeah. So it's going to be hard to find a jury that isn't already tainted in some way. But anyway. Yeah. Well, that'll be interesting to see how that progresses. Because that, was, I think, was a huge shock when he got let out last time. Yes. Everybody was just, what? Yes. It seemed insane. Like, what? Like you had this whole trial and now you're just throwing all that out. But like we say from that documentary, sometimes the legal system is just super weird. Well, and it only takes one judge to sort of make a strange decision and that's that. Yeah. All right. Well, before we do too many more, since this is, this is sort of in line with what we're talking about anyway, what we always talk about. So there's some research, of course, this, I guess it's not that, shouldn't be that exciting. But anyway, there's, a, you know, they did research showing that um, seeing stories of ki kindness may, may counteract the negative effects of consuming bad news. So I kind of already knew that in other studies I've seen, but this, so this was a, but this was another, you know, it's nice to see some more research, actually, not just something that's intuitive, but research that says, yeah, we, we see that there's some effects of this. So, you know, so their proposal is just to try to like get, news to inter, inter, interchange more of these stories of kindness we've been doing that <laughs> we do it in our show but we, yeah no no but we also do it oh like at home like, our... like even last night after we finished watching right, that we watched, thing we right. said yeah we need a palate cleanser we right. need something right you know something fun yeah but so that's interesting so you know in the, the, a lot of the research that i've seen on this the way our brain works we're negative biased just our, our brains are wired that way. Mm -hmm. So it takes like two positive things to counteract a negative thing. You know, it's like that classic thing. Like if you get a performance review and it's 15 great things about you, and then it's also Lisa that could do better thing. at this. Yeah, What's the one thing you're going to think about for all night long or the next week? Like you're going to forget about the other 15 things. You're just going to think about that one thing. So it's just weird that our brain is kind of wired that way, that we're really negative biased. You know, it's, they, you know, obviously I think it's something with our evolutionary biology and the whole being chased by lions thing and all that. But And then we just want to pet, pet a puppy now? Well, no, that we, um, that we, that we put more emphasis on these negative things because they, they have to worry about those being dangerous to us, I guess, in some way. So we tend to focus on them, but it's just kind of weird where our brain works that way that it takes quite a bit of positive things to kind of counteract the negative things. But it's good to hear that there's science that actually shows um, positive news may have some counteract effect on all the negative stuff. And, you know, obviously they, they go into all the side effects of the negative stuff, which we already kind of talked about a lot. 
mental anguish and anxiety, and which then turns into physical uh, issues. So all kind of, we already know a lot of science about stress and anxiety have physical effects on you. Yeah. So that's good. So now we're we need some positive news. Yeah, well, I'm just going to tell you more. Well, we had this. We had spelling bee. We had the naked driver's licenses. <laughs> <laughs> you just, uh, you just got all the good news. I got all the bad news. <laughs> so Texas is up to their shenanigans again. Oh, what they do now? Um, Abbott um, flew a bunch of migrants to California and left them outside a church. Told them that they, you know, were. They they said they didn't know where they were going. This just happened. I didn't see that one. Yeah. 16 migrants have been lied to and deceived after being transported from Texas to California and dropped off outside a church in Sacramento. The migrants were from Venezuela and Colombia and entered the U.S. through Texas. They were flown to California from New Mexico via a private chartered plane. But it's unclear who paid for the travel. Hmm. Well, what, how is Abbott involved then? I guess because, because it's it start, Texas. Because it started in Texas. Yes, it's Texas. And well, you said it was New Mexico. They flew out of. Yeah, but they came. They came into Texas. But didn't we look and see that actually migration, uh, uh, immigration, is way down? Um. Yeah, yes. we did look at something like that. Yes. That it's it's not way down, but it's way down. But it's not the crazy. I mean, we still it doesn't mean that, you know, we don't need to look at the border situation and look at a lot of this stuff. But yeah, it, it can be way overblown at the same time. So you can kind of both things can be true. It says over here of the past year, the Republican governors of Texas and Florida. Who's the governor of Texas? Abbott. Abbott. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Has been busing and flying um, uh, immigrants without advance. And, um, notifications to the cities controlled by democratic elected officials so you just can't you cannot use people as props and as pawns so stop it you obviously can and no. they do yeah <sighs> yeah and that's the, that's the bad part about it that's like sometimes when people use their children in political stuff it's like keep your kids out of it but this is terrible. It's ter I, I am, do not like this at all. Well, here I'll counter that story with. Um, uh, I don't uh, have. Are, I don't have you, enough good news stories to. Are you going to hand me a puppy? <laughs> not quite. But I don't have enough good news stories to counteract everything you got. But um, well, this is a little bit like the. Uh, well, let's see. I'll do this one because this one's a sciencey one. Okay, so. And we're going to talk to our son about this to figure out how this really works and what this means, but who's a research chemist. But um, does he talk to us now? <laughs> yeah, we've never talked to him. We've never run into him again. Um, so chemists can now, can now move single atoms in and out of a molecule's core. And so what they, this is called skeletal editing. And so they've gotten really, I guess, all the way down to where they can move a single atom now with insert, delete, or swap individual atoms and molecular backbones. And, you know, obviously the big factor there is, is me medical, you know, drugs, mm -hmm. you know, drug discovery and right. synthesis. Great speed up, could potentially speed Cure up cancer. that. Well, a lot of different things, but yeah, like mm -hmm. they, I mean, they have to do synthesis. You know, today, I'm sure our son could explain oh, this yeah. much better, but 
synthesis is pretty challenging and then, right. so you know they have to go through a lot of processes so if they can do this you know if this process can speed that way up then that could mean you can have a bunch of things to start with once you have a base you can make small mods to it and try out all these different mods and that can then see if the drug gets more effective to do this or that to make these small changes so yeah that could have a big impact on on getting uh, drugs for different diseases and different uh, symptoms and stuff so it's potentially pretty interesting. That's I, I, I'll call that good news. Okay, well, I'm going to go back to the... Well, I'm going to call this good news, too. Okay. So I found the article we were talking about. It's from NBC News again. Migrant boarding crossers hit lowest point since Biden took office, despite the surge fears. Even though with that um, title 42, 42 ending... Experts predicted a huge influx of migrants when Title 42 COVID ban ended. Instead, crossing has hit new lows for a number of reasons. Some of them are only temporary. Number of migrants illegally crossing the Southwest border has hit its lowest point since the start of the Biden administration. It was just over 3,000 3, migrants stopped by the border patrol each day. That number has plummeted from 10,000 daily just three weeks ago. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. Well, I think that, um, you know, I, I think it's it's one of those things, like you said, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of it, a lot of migration, and also it's not, you know, it's not, it's, it's not as bad as, as some people think so that both things are kind of can sort of be true at the same time it's not like we can just say well then that, we don't do anything we still i think we still have to do things we just need sane and rational and compromise uh, prop programs it's not just a black and white simple fix if you just do this one little thing and that'll fix everything these are complicated problems and you're going to need to and, and they're going to require smart minds on both sides to work out the reality of it and, and if we just got to stop fighting about it and and start working together and that's what's hard about it now is you can't get consensus on you know and compromise it's so you know it's all or nothing and so nothing happens so i mean that's i don't want to sit here and just say that immigration is not a problem i mean i think it's exaggerated i also think it's a real problem you can have both things be true and you know and it's just one of those things that's frustrating because it's also really complicated and we try to make it super simple it's way more complicated well, than any of us could deal with they got you had to get experts involved in this the thing yeah well the thing they, they said that happened is that they um that more in, uh, migrants are applied for the, through the asylum app before the, the asylum right. app was glitchy and it would only accept x amount of people and that's that's when people would resorted to coming across illegally sneaking across now now the app is fixed and more can handle more people. It's well, and also they can't send them away like they could before. Right. They can't reject them like they could during COVID. So right. um, I guess we're still in COVID, but we're not at the height of COVID anymore, I guess. We don't want to forget we're still, COVID's still out there, people. In fact, I should look at the COVID poop number and see what that's at. Do they still check it that way? They may not even be doing that anymore. I don't know. I've just decided we're over it. <laughs> well, they they do check the sewage numbers every day. Right, but whether they're still checking for COVID or not, I don't know. I don't know why they wouldn't. It seems like once they start that, you might as well keep doing it, right? Yep. 
You would think so. Seems like a good way to check your, the health of your population for sure. Mm hmm. Because people are not going to self report. No, no one's self reporting anymore. Well, even because, before, where they well, even before, but especially now, or the last year or so, and for sure, nobody's nobody's really doing it. Yeah, so I don't know if they're still doing it. I have to look at that. They um, they started doing this a couple of years ago in in um, our area. But I don't know if they're still doing it. So in Tennessee, is Tennessee purple? No, it's pretty red. Well, the federal judge there tossed the Tennessee controversial anti-drag law. Tossed it out, declared it as an unconstitutional. Huh, interesting. Mm-hmm. So, um, hmm, interesting. What are you looking up? I'm trying to look up the COVID poop. Oh. <laughs> okay. It's Delta. Okay, so Okay, so go ahead, sorry. Well, I want to talk about um prisoners in jail. Did you know that a lot of there's a lot of prisoners get tablets? in jail yeah, we talked about that before it's like yeah wait what now I yeah. know. how well, does that work well when marjorie taylor green wanted to make sure that all, all her all the j uh, j6 prisoners had tablets that were working so i kind of went and looked into this and um actually in these private prisons it was a way to gouge prisoners uh -huh. um you don't you do have internet access but you don't have internet access so like they were allowed to stream movies and TV shows, but they were charged exorbitant amounts to do so. So if you wanted to watch a half hour TV show, it would cost you $25. So, you know, families were putting money on books and stuff, but, um, you know, but these private prisons were charging these people and you, you have to check out, you check out a tablet in the morning, you have to put it, bring it back at night. So, um, so they're changing the, uh, some of the public, you know, the federal prisons are changing it to where it actually it's giving these people, it, helping the actually rehab people. They get to go to school using their tablet. They get to um, learn, a, learn a trade. So the recidivism rate is low. Better. Better, right. But at first I was like freaking out. Going, so what the hell did you get a tablet for? We found something you agree. You and Marjorie Taylor Green agree agree about to get people tablets. <laughs> uh, yeah, I get the tablets working. No, no. Well, I did not know about the tablet program, but with the way you know, she just said they made sure that they were working. We should talk about what the tablet program is. So, I'm sure. I, I'm still not convinced that they don't have quite internet access, although they said that they do use these tablets to keep in touch with families via 
video calls, but the private prisons were charging huge amounts of money for them to make those calls. Right, even a regular phone call costs a fortune in these prisons. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, you know, we always talk about uh, there's nothing more expensive than being poor. It's the truth, man. Yeah. It's the truth. So, it's a, you know, related to Marjorie Taylor Greene's prison buddies. I wasn't going to bring her up this week. You just said it two minutes ago. You said, you know, we were talking about the tablets and Marjorie Taylor Greene <laughs> at the beginning I, of your the story. The story was more about how the there tablets. is a tablet program and it's actually being revamped to work. So it's sort of a good thing. Yeah. Well, so one of her buddies is released, got released, you know, the QAnon mm -hmm. shaman guy. Yeah, he's been released a while. Oh, no, he just got out I thought recently. He's, don't you, you've talked about that he's been released a long time ago for a while. I thought it was recently. Okay. Look that up. But okay, but anyway. Anyway, so before his lawyer was all crying about how he was, you know, uh, you know, brainwashed and he blamed Trump and yada, yada, yada. Now the guy's out and he's just like totally unapologetic. He's well, like, I do it again. I'm ready to do it again kind of thing. I mean, it's not apologetic at all. He? He's totally doing, looking at anti-government conspiracy stuff all over again. So his, because uh, you don't just get released, you get released to parole or probation, right? I don't know. Yeah, in this case, I don't know if he's just out for good or yeah, he's on some kind of parole or probation. But but it's just like the stuff he's saying, he's just right back at it. He's, uh, he's totally leaning into all that anti-government conspiracy stuff. And he's not, he's not um, unapologetic what, at all. What, what about his... Um his delicate tummy and he couldn't eat the right he had to get a vegan he had to get vegan food and stuff yeah but i was just it was just like all these guys that are pretending like are you know are claiming to try to get out of it that oh i didn't understand it was you know i was conned into it blah blah then they get out and they're totally in, into it again You know, and they don't even have any remorse so he at all. Has, he has a Forbidden Truth Academy. Yeah, so six days ago, it was reported uh, that he got out. At his sentencing in November 2021. Let's see, when did he get out? Maybe he got he out. He was sorry for his actions when he was one of the first people. But now he's out going on the talk show circuits, the whole thing, talking about how he's ready to overtake the world again. We should... We should use violence to get our ideas across now. Okay. He was released to a halfway house in Phoenix last Thursday. Okay. And he is now spouting wild conspiracies in a video posted on Twitter, which he promises to fight global corruption and seek the truth and find the truth. All right. He hasn't changed at all. Nope. Anything maybe he dug in He's deeper. making money off of this because he's selling t-shirts you're right that he was released early from prison but you're right that was into a halfway, halfway house, house but now he's released out of the halfway house and again he's out there and he's out there you know saying we need to do the same thing over again oh yeah he was released from the halfway house okay that's what's new he was released yeah. you're right we're both right you're right that he was released from prison a few months ago and it's also right that he was just released out of the halfway house and no remorse whatsoever but he doesn't, just he doesn't like the QAnon Shama. He only wants to be called Kubaka. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. my gosh. So he's got this whole line of t-shirts and mugs. And it's my favorite thing. It's the American flag with him all over it. Yeah. And 
and it's it's that right the whole thing is a con the whole thing is a sham i mean everything's a scam everybody's uh, what's the word i'm looking for um a grift everything's yes, a grift yeah the whole thing is everybody's grifters they're all selling shirts they're selling everything coffee mugs all of it right and people this find is that a stuff skirt. left and this right this is an actual skirt with his picture on it how much and we should get a couple what did I not buy jack shit from them? I know. It's You're all crazy. It's all a freaking, I mean, that's the thing. It's all a grift. It's just amazing. Like, they got to keep it going so they can keep the grift going. But anyway, I just was, uh, you talk about outraged. I is, mean, he I was from, just, is he from Arizona? I forget where he's from. I know. Because he had a homecoming at the Reformed Living Bible Church in Scottsdale. I'm, what I'm reading is from Vice. Yeah, I, I I don't know where he's from for sure. But I was just shocked that, you know, these guys are out there whining about how they were miss, you know, they were fooled. Yeah. That's the only reason it happened. They're not to blame, you know, and then they get out and they're right back at it. Same thing. So, and they're going to all be like that. And they're all getting soft sentences. Yes. Like you get a, you get a, a small misdemeanor in town, you're going to go to jail longer than these guys are going to jail for. They're all getting soft sentences. They tried to overthrow the government and they're getting these soft sentences. It's just insane. It's just insane that 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 you can't find a stronger charge than the thing they're charging these people for. And these sentences are just so light. Yeah, so he's hawking all kinds of merchandise. Well, that makes sense. That adds up. <laughs> I thought you couldn't make money off of your crime. Well figure out where the charge is, I guess, because he, he apparently you can you can stand in the Capitol Hall in the in the Senate chamber and scream at things and rip papers up and have not that much happen to you and already be out of jail. Apparently that can happen too. So, you know, what's his deterrent from doing it again? Very little, right? right? Mm -mm. Couple of years, a couple, I don't even know it was a couple of years, a little while in jail and then sometime in a halfway house out on the street. He's selling flags, hats, t-shirts, mugs, water bottles, aprons, and other apparel. Yep. You can also book a one-on-one -on -one session with him for $500. I bet he runs for a something for before a, too long. office? Runs for office somewhere before too long. Would not be surprised whatsoever. But <laughs> isn't this violating his probation? Apparently not. I don't know. You, I don't know. I don't know. I don't see why it would be. I guess in some ways, because probation is just more about you got to report and you got to try to look for a job and that kind of stuff. The right? Daily Beast says the QAnon shaman release cannot keep his mouth shut. Yeah. Yeah. So that's one that I had on there that was like, oh my god, I can't believe this stuff. I can't believe that this is totally outrageous. All right, so let's move on to the next thing. But yeah, it's Where's pretty my outrageous. Puppy? <laughs> we need a puppy now. You got a puppy story? Where's my puppy? No, but I do have some fun stories. All right, let's go to a fun story. Um, okay. Then we can wrap. We'll wrap up in one or two more stories. We'll wrap up when I'm done. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> uh, so I have a good episode on my Outrage Overload podcast right now out too. The one the latest one I think is episode four. 14, I think. Yep. And it's with Lawrence Eppert and it's about news literacy and 
uh, information literacy and news sources and things like that. So I think you'll, you'll like it. It's a good, good episode. That's on Outrage Overload, episode 14. Um, and you're a skilled interviewer, according to um, the internet. Yeah, according to the interwebs. Yeah. So this is 35 of the best wedding songs. Oh, okay. So like the thing that your DJ should play at the wedding? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like your first dance or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, so let's see. It's going to have um, all those dance songs. I have to think for a minute. <laughs> I have them in my head, but I can't well, think the of first, all those titles. The very first one is a classic. Everybody loves this song. And At Last by Etta James. Oh, that's a good song. Yeah. And then this next one, always and forever. Okay. Each moment with you. I can't believe I'm singing. Yeah, you are. <laughs> um, you can't think of any of them? Well, I know that I've got it in my head and like, oh, that one's going to be on there now, but I can't think. I just can't. because just because we played Brick House at our wedding. <laughs> and, <Yeah>. um, <laughs> I said, Tope, so um, I can't help falling in love with you by Elvis. Okay. Everything by Michael Buble, and I don't know that song. This is a bouncy song. tune. Uh, I'm thinking of like Diane. Um, now I can't remember the artist. Um, like 70s stuff. Yeah. Make You Feel My Love by Adele. Perfect by Ed Sheeran. Marry You by Bruno Mars. I don't remember that one. Yeah. Oh, I guess I would know it if I heard it. <laughs> you would. Just the Way You Are by Billy Joel. Yeah, okay. Marry Me by Train. Don't know that one. Unless I hear it. I'm Yours by Jason Morantz. Lucky by Jason Morantz. The Way You Look Tonight by Tony Bennett. Okay. Amazed by Lone Star. Um, An Everlasting Love by Natalie Cole. Better Together by Jack Johnson. Come Away With Me by Nora Jones. Jar of Hearts. This is one of the Twilight songs. Hmm. I was thinking like some Diana Ross. There's nothing Diana Ross on there. No. All of Me by John Legend. September by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Thinking Out Loud by Ann Sheeran. I Got a Feeling. Ooh. Black Eyed Peas. Unchained Melody by The Righteous Brothers. Love Me Tender by Elvis. You Are the Best Thing. Say a Little Prayer for You by Dan Warwick. When a Man Loves a Woman. So it doesn't have anything, anything, anything by Drama Rama? No, that's just you and I. <laughs> Are Your Mind Now by Oingo Boingo? Yeah. Yeah. Endless Love by, oh, Lionel Richard and Diana Ross. There you go. Okay. I got it half right. <laughs> <laughs> I get half right. From This Moment On by Shania. Um, I, I've had the time of my life. You know that song from Dirty Dancing? Yeah. Who Sam, does that? 
Um, Jennifer Warren's. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Stand by me. Jennifer Warren's one of those artists that actually had some really good music. Like, what do you mean? Was she still does? Well, I mean, like some of those records she has are classic. I know, but, but she's you never still, really heard of. She's still hear writing of her that music. Much. I know, but some of the I'm saying the record yeah. quality of some of the uh, play records they were produced so amazingly well. Signed, sealed, delivered. We should just make. I wonder if, if Spotify hasn't already made. They probably somebody made that playlist by yeah. now for sure. Stand by me. Signed, sealed, delivered. What a wonderful world. Bless the Broken Road by Rascal Flatts wraps up your group. So that was kind of interesting. So you see what kind of songs. They're not exactly the songs. You um, wouldn't have all those on your playlist. No. But yeah, some of them are all right. We got that one. Yeah. We do that one. We did. So that was kind of fun. Kind of going That's out, kind of cool. Kind of hit the dance floor in your head. Yeah, for sure. I was hitting the dance floor in my head, but then I couldn't remember any of the artists or songs. <laughs> they were just making noise in my head. We haven't been to enough weddings lately because of COVID. We haven't had that many weddings to go to. Yeah. Well, in the last one I went to, the DJ was a little bit. Oh, my God. <laughs> you described that DJ. I don't know. Um, he, he was, he couldn't read the room, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, you know how, how you always love when I have AI stories in here. Oh, boy. But you might like this one a little bit. I might, but I might not. Because this is a New York lawyer is facing a court hearing of his own after his firm used AI chat gpt for legal research the judge said the court was faced with an unprecedented circumstance after a filing was found to reference example legal cases that did not exist what <laughs> yeah, i thought you'd like that <laughs> well it goes to my point well it's interesting that like yeah well i don't know yeah you go ahead <laughs> so chat gpt can make shit up Absolutely. i thought the whole point was is that it would find what was out on the internet i didn't know it made stuff up yeah, it's I find supposed stuff, to be a resource. Well, yes, but it also generates stuff. So it generates. It's a BS engine, right? It, it's a. It's it makes new things that, based off stuff it's heard before, that sound like stuff it's heard before. Or will sound like stuff it's heard before to a human is the idea. So what was the lawyer's defense? I don't think he has. I don't think he said anything yet. I, I don't know. Let me. I can take a look. This what is from the, the BBC. What was the uh, law firm's? It's a U.S. lawyer admits using AI case for, for case research. Um, let's see. I'll, I'll, I'll keep going on other stuff while I kind of look through this and see if I can find you an answer to that question. Well, this story is from the Wall Street Journal. He greatly re re regrets relying on the chatbot. <laughs> <laughs> he, had vowed, would, he has vowed never to use it before. It, it again, you mean? I mean, again, yeah. So I think that it it would be interesting if if he did he fire his interns and then I'm just going to use chatbot. I'm not going to pay any interns and now are his uh, are paralegals and now he's finding out. Well, that was dumb. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. On the, it doesn't have that quite that many details in this story, but yeah. Oh boy. I, I can try to interview this guy. 
kind of egg on the face because either way somebody should have fact checked that a little bit right yeah, for sure i mean especially if you're going to put it in a court document but yeah i thought you'd like that part of it so america's birth rates are stagnating so are a lot of countries right now but yeah i, I saw something about that and i was convinced that because everyone was on lockdown that we were gonna have just millions huge of babies baby boom. yeah there was just gonna be so many babies yeah yeah and then is it just because so many people are alone i don't know so we didn't see a COVID boom no but i was very mad at this graph this is from wall street journal sorry it's from wall street journal but from here can you tell the difference in the colors of those lines? Barely. No, they are, that is not good. Did Chat GPT do this <laughs> yeah, graph? Really? Oh my gosh. The, they have the U.S. Um, birth rates to the U.S. death rates, and they're almost the exact same color line. Yeah, they are. So, yeah, so obviously the death rates have a huge spike in 2020. Um, or, yeah, and then birth rates, though, yeah, surprisingly, there isn't a big jump, yeah. little, little tiny jump. Didn't you think there was going to be a bunch Totally, of yeah. I thought, sure, this is going to be baby-making time. Interesting. We'll have to see if somebody does a post-mortem on that to figure out what, you know, does some analysis to try to figure out what they think. We the are below replacement levels. Right. So we're not, there's not enough uh, babies to replace the dying current people. population yeah well especially i would think under covid that would be a lot of babies <laughs> yeah but and now i guess it averages out over the next uh, you know decade hopefully these deaths well these death rates are down significantly there's still still people dying of covid but not anywhere near at the level it was um interesting so yeah I, we were both wrong about that yeah expected to be a covid baby boom I was thinking. All right. Well, you should do one more. I'll do one more. Well, let's unless see, you got, I, let's see you if got, I have one more. Let's see, or unless you got more than one. Well, um, you should go ahead. All right. Well, the one I have is similar to the one about uh, put clothes on when you take your driver's <laughs> license photo. This one is Missouri police warn citizens not to wrestle the bear. <laughs> what bear? What do you mean the bear? Is it a bear? I guess there's a bear somewhere in a in a Missouri town, and everyone's trying to wrestle it with it, or wrestle with it, I should say. And the cops are saying, uh, "Don't do that because it's a misdemeanor. Because if that's the reason not to do it." <laughs> Wait, what? If you wrestle a bear in Missouri, the consequence could be even worse than getting mauled half to death. Uh, a Leonardo DiCaprio, oh, a la Leonardo DiCaprio in The Revenant. That's right. Oh. Scuffle with a bear in the show me state and you could be grappling with a misdemeanor. The Salem Police Department on the edge of the Mark Twain National Forest reminded everyone that the actual state law on the books yesterday, or around everyone of that actual state law on the books yesterday, when a Salem res resident spotted a black bear near Roller Road on the north edge of town. The department wrote to Facebook, if you see or encounter a bear, please notify the police department. Do not try and feed or interact with the bear. And by interact with the bear, the, the police mean especially not to wrestle, or for that matter, wrestle with the creature. Oh my goodness. But they, again, it comes to that point, they say, wait, do we have to tell people this? Why do we have to tell people this? Do we really have to tell people this? Apparently. Apparently. If you do any of the following, wrestle, 
permit the bear, per, per, permit bear wrestling on your premises, promote, conduct, or stage bear wrestling, advertise bear wrestling, collect admissions for bear wrestling, purchase oh. or sell or possess a bear, which you know will be used for bear wrestling, okay. train a bear for bear wrestling, subject the bear to surgical alteration for bear wrestling. These are all crimes. They're all crimes. Do you know why? In case you didn't know. Do you know why they're all crimes? Barnum and Bailey? I don't know. No, because they've all happened before. Well, exactly. Somebody those must have happened before. So did somebody remove all the bear's teeth like they do those chimps on the Spanish beaches? And cut some of their muscles off so they can't do as much stuff like What the Oh yeah, they would like cut their Achilles heels and stuff oh. so that the bears didn't have any the strength. And uh, remove their claws. Yeah. So that poor bear is just eating pudding. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so, there's a long, so, yeah, so to your the, point, there's a long history of bear wrestling <laughs> in, in Missouri, apparently. <laughs> well, when we were in Missouri, we didn't go to the bear wrestles. We, we, we did not go to the bear wrestles. <laughs> <laughs> were they even offered to us? I, I asked I, that concierge, what would the what, what's what going to do? do in town? <laughs> yeah. She never once mentioned bear wrestling. Never mentioned bear wrestling. <laughs> yeah, hopefully it wasn't going on by then. Hopefully that apparently no, but apparently it maybe is it going is. On. They're still trying to catch bears for the bear wrestling. Yeah, that's bad. That's that's not good. I thought I had a good news story, but I guess when you think about it, it's not such a good news story. It's sad. <laughs> it's kind of sad. But in the same vein, it's like, why haven't we heard about this before? Yeah. All right. Did you find your final story? Uh, no, I'm gonna. I'm going to. Um, You're gonna punt. I'm gonna rest. <laughs> I'm defense the, rest. The defense rest. <laughs> All right, I don't think I have anything on my else on my list. Well, we've got a we got an exciting week coming up. We're going to a concert. We're going to a concert. <laughs> yeah, we're going to a concert. I have a very busy work week coming up. Yeah, we got a crazy month coming up. In fact, this is going to be a wild month. It's going to be a lot of stress stressors for us. We're going to have to find ways to deal with all that. Which means you and I are going to be fighting a lot. It's <laughs> a funny way not to. <laughs> People like it when we fight. Oh, sure. They love it. I'm sure they do. Yeah. Everyone loves it. <laughs> Especially me. <laughs> we, we haven't fought in a long time. Uh, I don't, yeah. I guess not like the old days. <laughs> but I think everybody goes through that. Yeah. Well, yeah, we've always had different levels of stress going on. Uh, we have kids. Yeah, that'll kids, do it. Kids will always make you fight. Yeah, because they try to pitch you against each other. They're good at it. They're too. smart, those kids. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said about you. That's what Dad said about you. <laughs> Hang on. All right. Well, I guess we'll wrap it up. Um, thanks. Oh, for... but let's. Okay, never mind. Oh, no, go. Yeah, we go can for wrap it. it up. No, go, go, go. Well, you got to drive an electric car for the first time. I did, yeah. And it, it, you get used to it a lot faster than I thought you would, especially being like a car guy and a driver and right. you know, I actually like do a lot of driving and stuff. So I thought it would be really weird and it's, it's weird, but you get used to it pretty fast. I think, I mean, it took me a lot less time to start getting used to it than I thought it would. I, I still haven't driven in go-kart mode or what do you call it? Golf cart mode. Okay. Right. With the one pedal. I haven't done that. Mm -hmm. I think that would be harder, but I, I bet you get used to that too pretty quickly. But I'm so used to two foot driving that I'm gonna stick with that. So it was yeah. So it wasn't like you went, wow, this is this is great. No, I didn't go that. This is great for sure. I used the the 
I was going to say degenerative <laughs> breaking, but I mean regenerative. Regenerative, regenerative, not degenerative. Regenerative breaking mode, which uh, is a little weird, but you get used to that pretty quickly too, uh, where it slows quite a bit more than a normal car would when you let the gas, uh, let your foot off the gas. Well, gas pedal, of course, it doesn't have gas, but you know what I mean? Everyone, accelerator. We're going to say gas pedal forever. Is you know? it accelerator? It's Technically, it's accelerator pedal, yeah, yeah. But, but who's going to call it that? We're going to call it gas pedal forever. Just like we talk about dialing phones when the last time a phone had a dial on it, right? Yeah. So that's going to, that's going to go on forever. But, um, but yeah, I was, uh, it, it, I got used to it pretty quickly. You haven't driven it yet. No. You're too, too afraid of it. Uh, I'm not afraid of it. It's just, just not interesting. I drove the cars in Disneyland. <laughs> I, I think I know how that works. I think you know but how they the work. cars, but when I drove the cars in Disneyland, they were gas. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. They were those so. things. You could smell them too, man. Oh yeah, <laughs> and they were so hot. They had that good so, gasoline smell going. Gasoline smell and, and standing in line waiting, and um, all that, all that exhaust. And <laughs> yeah. The... <laughs> <laughs> Plus, we were already in LA, which was like already so, so smoggy. No so one should have been there. We're eight years old, smoking a pack, equivalent of a pack of smokes a day. Yeah, you can't even Plus, see across the yeah, you know, hundred yards. And then we get into a car with our family who's smoking yeah. <laughs> a pack of smokes a day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just oh, those were the good old days. Yeah, mm, I can smell it now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just being, um, yeah, those cars were just hot. Just oh, hot, yeah. so hot. Everything about it was hot. Yeah. That plastic black seat that was sitting out in the sun. Right. Oh, and you had shorts on because it was, oh, and you just burned the <laughs> oh. <laughs> You sit on that thing and sizzle. <laughs> <laughs> good times. Good times. Good times. And you, oh, always... you stick to it, you try to get up. <laughs> oh, yeah. The best. The absolute best. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, good talk. Good talk. Love you. Love you. We'll see, see you later, you everybody. I'll see you next week. <laughs> see you next week. Thanks for joining. Bye. Take care. Have a good rest of your weekend.